Welcome or welcome back to You Can and You Will. It is your host, your favorite host, Bethany. And on today's episode, we will be discussing part two of excuses. I made the decision to break it up into two segments for the mere fact that I did not want it to be too long. So I hope that you enjoy part two and I hope that it helps you to be better with ministry work or whatever it is you're doing for the Lord or whatever it is you're doing in life. Stay tuned and enjoy and guess what? I love you and God loves you too. Shalom. If you have excuses about your walk with God, don't. Because again, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. At the end of the day, we all have fiston and give an account. All are we have fiston. And you want to be in right standing with God, rightfully so. You want to be in right standing with God. I'm sorry if y'all hear a little crinkling in the background. I'm getting my Bible. Because people really just be having so much excuses when it comes to God and it reminds me of the banquet oh my gosh and I was just like glancing at it earlier the banquet you know and the king invited everyone and everyone had excuses oh I can't come today I gotta do this I just got married I just had a, you know that's not exactly what the bible says but I could just imagine how much excuses people everybody has something to do and they had no time for God and then the door was shut what are you gonna do if that door shuts on you depart from me I never knew you you don't want to hear that so stop with the excuses please I am telling you you need to repent go seek God please go seek him for yourself because listen we living in these last days and it is no joke you know what I'm saying like are you afraid that you're going to miss out on something if you give your life to God or if you fully commit to him like let me tell you something this world has nothing to offer you but vain vain empty promises and temporal fulfillment there was this quote that says i've been in the world i've tasted the world i've been in the world and i've seen what it has to offer and it does not compare to being on fire for god or something like that basically like you know what i'm saying i've been in the world been there done that like it's nothing like bro you are always gonna feel like you're missing something or someone so whatever it is that's causing you to feel like you can have your cake and eat it too or you can be forgotten against god at the same time you have to choose you know like joshua said choose you this day whom you will serve as for me and my house we will serve the lord so get to that place where you are sincere in your repentance or you acknowledge that Jesus is Lord. You acknowledge Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Will you believe that God raised him from the dead? You know what I'm saying? And you believe that that same resurrection power is available today. Start reading your Bible. And don't start with the excuses like, I can't do it. Boo. We got too much resources for you to be talking like that. It's too much. Too much. Come on now. We just talked about this. You know, be sincere about it and try. When I first started reading the Bible, I had no idea. But I kept trying until I finally understood. There are so many. Listen, the easy to read is out there. The NLT, the New King King James Version, the Amplified Version, the Message, the Voice, all type of version. So find something will work for you. Okay? 
you know what I'm saying? And of course, God knows your heart, but and he knows you and whatever the case may be. But don't use that as an excuse to be double-minded and, you know, be try, trying to straddle the fence. No, ma'am, you got to choose a side. Choose a side. If it's God, what y'all say? Mean it. And stop with the excuses and stop being lazy. Come on. If you lazy, just say that. You know what I'm saying? But stop. Because your life literally depends on it. So please. I'm not even trying to be funny at this point. Just stop. If you have excuses about ministry, come on. We we just talked about this love. Come on. You got to do it. You got to do it. You got to do it. Just push. It's hard. It's scary. I don't know if anybody going to. Just do it. Who cares? If they don't want to support you, guess what? Somebody else will. You know what, I, you know what I'm saying? Somebody else will support you. For real. So y'all now gotta come with the scriptures because period. So these are some scriptures that warn against excuses. Uh, they're a little long, so I'm sorry, but it's necessary. So Luke 14 verses 16 through 21, and this is the easy to read version. It says, Jesus said to him, a man gave a big dinner. This is what I was talking about earlier. Oh, okay. <laughs> He invited many people. When it was time to eat, he sent his servants to tell each guest, come, the food is ready. But all the guests said they could not come. Each one made an excuse. The first said, I just bought a field, so I must go look at it. Please excuse me. Another man said, I just bought five pairs of five pairs of work animals. I'm sorry. I must go and try them out. Please excuse me. A third man said, I just got married. I can't come. So the servant returned and told his master what happened. The master was angry. He said, hurry, go into the streets and the alleys of the town. Bring me the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. So this is actually, yo, every time I teach Bible study, I say the same thing about everything that I'm teaching about. Like, oh, this is my favorite story. Oh, this is my favorite story. Everything's my favorite story. I just love the Bible. I love, I love it. I love it, y'all. I'm sorry. It's the teacher in me coming out. But listen. The master had a grand feast. Imagine the servants prepared all day. Everything was prepared. All you have to do is come. Everybody full of excuse. And it's the same thing with salvation. It's already there and it's free. And people refuse to take it. Oh, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to serve God tomorrow. Oh, I got to get my life together. I need to be perfect. You don't got to do any of that. Just come. That's all God wants is for you to come and everybody just full of excuse. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I, man, I don't know. I'm not ready to leave. Christianity got too much rules. Like, stop with the excuses and just give God a try. When I stopped with the excuses and I gave God a try, man, I was like, man, God, why did not think of coming to you earlier? Because salvation is so sweet. Grace is so sweet. It's all you need. Let me tell you something, y'all. The, the teacher in me is coming out. <laughs> I just get so passionate about this because souls need to be rescued. Souls need to be saved. You know what I'm saying? And being that I've been I've been commissioned to give the Great Commission, I'm telling y'all about this, man. Stop with the excuses and just give God a chance because you never know. And he's waiting for you, but time is running out. So while you still have this time left, give him a chance and stop with the excuse, no man. Please, your life depends on it. <laughs> now, anyways, I'm sorry, y'all. I just get so passionate about this. Exodus 4, verses 10 through 14 says, and this is the easy to read version again. I don't know why. I'm, I'm, I just really been into it. I don't know. Y'all pray for me. Then Moses said to the Lord, but Lord, I'm telling you, I'm not a good speaker. I've never been able to speak well. 
and that hasn't changed since you started talking to me. I am still not a good speaker. You know that I speak slowly and don't use the best words. Then the Lord said to him, who made a person's mouth? And who can make someone deaf or not be able to speak? Who can make a person blind? Who can make a person able to see? I am the one. I am the Lord. So go. I will be with you when you speak. I will give you the words to say. But Moses said, Lord, my Lord, sorry. I beg you to send someone else, not me. Then the Lord became angry with Moses and said, all right. I'm sorry. All right. (laughs) I'll give you someone to help you. That was so good. Aaron the Levite is your brother isn't he he is a good speaker in fact Aaron is already coming to meet you and he will be happy to see you so Moses I always tell people this like Moses reminds me of me so I low-key have a speech impediment I stutter a lot and because I stutter a lot I don't like to talk I know y'all can't tell it but y'all I know y'all can't tell it I know y'all can't tell but I really do start a life. Y'all see my library history. Like, I will see how much times I start over because I stutter so much and I hate it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, whenever God tells me to do certain things, I'm like, God, I'm a stutter. You know, the first time I, like, preached a sermon, this was June of this year, Father's Day to be exact. Oh, my gosh. I was so nervous. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm a stutter. I'm a stutter. And, you know, God was encouraging me, like, you know. Where he was just like telling Moses, like, I will be with you when you speak. I will give you the words to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, me, 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 just, I'm your excuse. I'm God, me, can't really sound God, me, no, no. You know, but you don't want God to be angry with you. Of course, he will send help. Like, even though he was angry with Moses, he still sent help. You know what I'm saying? But stop with it. M- Moses had mad excuses. Oh, God, I'm not the best. I don't have the best speech. You know, I'm not good with words. You know what I'm saying? Like, and God was like, well, first of all, hold on, love. Because who made a person's mouth? You know what I'm saying? It kind of reminded me of Job, where Job was questioning God. And God was like, well, um, where were you when I was creating the heavens and the earth? Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you could tell that to somebody else, but don't tell that to God because he knows. He knew that Moses had the capability. Moses just didn't see that in himself. And it's like that with a lot of us. We don't see the greatness that God sees in us. So we just give him excuses. But enough of that. You see how great Moses turned out even though the, the Israelite them just ah oh god they were stressing me too y'all when I was reading Exodus Leviticus Numbers Deuteronomy even in Joshua they were stressing me I was like oh poor Moses you know but that, that's another story for another day but don't be like Moses if God calls you to do something just be confident like wow God you really think I could do this okay no problem I'm gonna do it Jeremiah 1 verses 4 through 8 is the easy to read version and it says the lord's message came to me before i made you in your mother's womb i knew you before you were born i chose you for special work i chose you to be a prophet to the nations then i said but lord lord god i don't know how to speak i'm only a boy but the lord said to me don't say i'm only a boy you must go everywhere i send you and say everything i tell you to say don't be afraid of anyone i am with you and i will protect you this is a message from the Lord. And you see, there's a recurring theme in the Bible. I'm sorry, but there's a recurring theme in the Bible where God has to remind the very people that he's called that I am with you. Literally throughout the Bible, you will literally see that because people were afraid and people still are afraid. But I love how confident they were once they heard those comforting words from God that I'm with you. 
you know, this kind of remind me of my little cousin. He, I remember like one Sunday after I finished preaching or my mom was preaching. I don't remember. One of us was preaching. And I was telling him like, oh, you next. Yeah, I was preaching. I remember I was preaching and I had finished preaching and church was done. And I was like, oh, you know, you next. He was like, what? I'm only X, Y, and Z years old. Like he's very young. And I'm like, what that mean? What that mean? The youngest king in the Bible, his name was Josiah. And I think he was either six or seven. He was a baby. Jeremiah was a boy. You know what I'm saying? David was a baby too. Not like a baby, baby, but he was really young. You know what I'm saying? So age has no requirement there's no requirement of your age did i make sense y'all it y'all it's two o'clock in the morning i'm sorry i'm trying to get this out <laughs> but it don't matter god god is not looking at your age he knows what you can do you know what i'm saying so don't be telling god oh i'm only a girl oh god i'm only 20 god i'm only this i'm only that don't tell god no not that because him already knew what you can do before you were born he knew you and he chose you. This was predestined. So stop with the excuse step. Last but not least, Proverbs 20 verse 4 says, Some people are too lazy to plant seeds. So at harvest time, they look for food and find nothing. If you don't work feet, how are you going to eat? You got to get up and do what you love. Stop being lazy. That was also another one of my issues. And I'm about to wrap this up. But that was also another one of my issues. I was I, I was so lazy, like oh god, I'm I'm tired, but not tired enough to watch some more Netflix, y'all. I'm I'm a saint, so I don't watch nothing crazy. Like I just watch I y'all, oh my gosh, I am mm, listen. I love me some Christmas movies, so that's usually what I watch: Christmas movies or you know something that's like appropriate for Christians to watch, like some of these child shows that came out years ago. Not none, none of these things today is ghetto, but you know I wasn't too tired to watch something on hulu like a family move on hulu i wasn't too tired to be scrolling on my phone you know what i'm saying i was just lazy so we have to stop being lazy get out of the habit of being lazy and just start working for god because we are kingdom builders we are that joshua generation we are the esters of today we are we are okay we are so yeah like just stop being lazy stop with the excuses and do what you gotta do because you want God to say, well done, like an unfaithful servant. <laughs> you want God to be proud. So let today be the last day. And I also wrote down a challenge that I would love for everybody to follow. So the challenge is, I'm challenging all of my listeners to cut the excuses and start doing something that you've put off, especially knowing what God is calling you to do. If you need help, ask for it because help is always available. So I look forward to seeing you all. <laughs> seeing you all. What am I in school? Y'all, I'm so used to Bible study. Anyways, I'm I'm looking, I'm excited. I keep thinking about Bible study, but I'm excited and I hope y'all enjoy this episode. Um, and I can't wait to drop the next one. I'm thinking of either doing a Tuesday and Thursday schedule or a Monday and Wednesday schedule or a Monday and Friday schedule. I don't know yet. I'm still praying about it, but I really do want to be consistent. But thank y'all for tuning into my TED Talk today. And we will resume this, God's willing, in a few days. Shalom. And Lord, I humble myself as I enter into your throne of grace. I just really, really, really want to tell you thank you. 
Thank you, God, that you are a God of second chances. Thank you, God, that you are with me even right now as I am praying. I pray that the spirit of obedience will fall on me. Lord, that you will change my perspective and change the way I perceive things. Open my eyes, open my ears, and open everyone who is listening to this. Open their ears and their eyes, God, that they may hear and see you clearly. I pray that you will block out every noise that we hear. Oh God, may the only voice that we hear is yours. I pray that we will stop with the excuses, that we will lay aside fear, that we will lay aside doubts, that we will lay aside wanting to be someone else, God, and just be content with what you've given us. I pray that you will give us a heart of gratitude, oh God, and help us to have the, the right heart posture. Help us to be like Solomon, God, when he asked you for an understanding heart. Help us to not only know right from wrong, but to always choose right in everything that we do. Help us to lay aside flesh and what it wants and just take on what you want. We want to please you, God. We want to hear well done like good and faithful servant. We don't want the door to be shut on us, God. So I pray that we will all get it together and we will do right. We will live right. We will walk right. We will talk right. May each and every one of our ministries flourish. Oh God, may we spread the gospel to everyone that we know and even those we don't know. I pray that our ministry, God, the very ministry you've put on our hearts, that it will impact the lives of those, oh God, that, that encounter or, or just by chance happen to stumble on it. I pray that it will grow in time. God, that we will focus on just getting the message out and putting out great content and being consistent. Oh God, if it's the ability to sing, I pray that we will sing our hearts out. If it's the ability to usher, I pray that we will usher to the best of our abilities. If it's the ability to preach or to teach, that we will do it to the best of our abilities. God, whatever it is to play the music, that we will do it skillfully, knowing that we're glorifying you. Oh God, even if it's just to encourage, you know, the Bible talks so much about different gifts, God. And you've entrusted us with the ones that you know we have the ability to handle. So I pray that we will live right, do right, and, and just talk right, God. I, we want to please you, God. We want you to be so proud of us. And I thank you that even though you know we are imperfect, God, that you are still with us every step of the way. And we love and appreciate you so much for that. And for those who don't know you, God, I pray that they heard something in my my podcast episode today that stirred their hearts up to want to know you, God. God, you said that you don't want anyone to perish but you're waiting for all of us to come to repentance so those who are not saved yet god you're waiting for them to come to repentance even those who have backslide god i pray that they will come back to repentance i just pray that we will all be ready for your return that we will repent of our sins god and ask for your forgiveness and strive to not make the same mistakes over and over or presumptuously sin so i'm leaving it all in your hands for now just cover us cover our minds what we see, what we do, what we hear, who's around us, God. Surround us with the right people. Send some Aaron's, send some hers, send some some Ruth's, some Mordecai's. Oh God, send some strong men and women of God in our lives. And cut out <laughs> cut out those that don't belong. Please let them go because we don't need anybody distracting us in these last days anymore. And we rebuke the plans and the strategies of the enemy. I just thank you and I love you so much, God. And I thank you for every listener, God.
thank you for this word because it cuts deep so it's in your hands god and i just tell you thank you and i love you and appreciate you so much in jesus name amen god bless you all i love y'all so much thank you for tuning in